listening to the Fable 411 podcast, produced by the City of Fable, where you'll get information about city government and the programs and services we provide. You'll get topics of interest and an inside look into the various departments that help keep our city moving. I'm Gavin McRoberts. And I'm Sherry Kropp. Thanks for joining us for the Fable 411. There's a lot of dirt moving and steel raising as part of some city construction projects underway across the city. So we've invited uh, Robert Stone, Construction Management and Capital Projects Director for the City of Fayetteville, and Michael Gibson, the Director of Fayetteville Cumberland Parks and Recreation, to share the latest updates on all of the projects. So thank you for joining us today. Thank Thank you for having us. Thank you very much. Well, why don't we go ahead and start off with, I would say probably the most exciting project at this moment is the Senior Center West, the Bill Crisp Senior Center. A lot of things have been happening. We've kind of been uh, documenting the, the progress of it, and we're almost there. So what, what kind of updates can you give us on that? Well, I mean, uh, Rob is the uh, guy that does most of the talking when they're putting up steel, so I'm going <laughs> to let him go ahead and get started on that. And uh, if he uh, falls short in a couple of places, I'll just pick him up. <laughs> Thank you so much, Mike. Uh, yeah, we're getting very close. The um, actual ribbon cutting is mid-July, uh, although we won't be ready to move in at that moment. Uh, there will still be some touch-up things done along the way uh, as we finalize some of the landscaping work and things outside. But uh, we're looking forward to having that project open here very shortly. We're all excited about it. It's going to be a beautiful facility. Tell us a little bit about uh, what people can expect. I'm going to turn that over to Mike. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I just finished talking to a couple of senior groups last week before last, and it'll be a senior center dedicated to seniors. Um, we'll and have built, and built, purpose built to be a senior built, center. Purpose built, and 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 it's, and it's the first of two. But what we what we did probably about four or five years ago is, is have conversations with seniors, trying to figure out what they wanted to do. And the major thing they wanted to do is they wanted to quit sharing their space with kids. So now they have to go to regular rec centers and go to Kiwanis or Smith or Cliffdale or College Lakes. And, you know, they get the space that's left over because kids are are, our primary customers. Um, But uh, now when the bond went through and and council decided to go ahead and do two, um, these centers are designed strictly for seniors. They're great hangout spots. They'll have a major kitchen. They'll have major uh, break room area. Um, They'll have an indoor warm water pool. They'll have an exercise room. They'll have a dance studio. Um, it's just going to be a nice lobby area. The Bill Chris Center also sits over at Lake Rim, and it's going to be overlooking the lake. It'll have a 2,000-square-foot patio on the back uh, where people can just go outside and lounge and enjoy the scenery. Um, it's just a it's be a great green space area, so it'll, it'll be a great place for seniors to go and do what they do. Yeah. It, it, it's a nice space. I mean, we went out there to go film some of the uh, – the process and progress made and and i was envious i'm like going how many years will i need to wait before i can use this facility because i mean it's 55 and older 50 okay i got a few years to go i think about nine but uh and and i think this this is what 8.3 million dollar project exactly and it's a 19,000 square feet it's a good size space and it's exciting so we are in the home stretch right rob absolutely we're getting very near uh, finishing construction here in the next month or two well, I know there are a lot of seniors oh, uh, anticipating goodness. that. Oh, my goodness. Um, so you mentioned, Michael, uh, that this is one of two exactly. uh, senior centers. So mm-hmm. let's talk about Senior Center East. Well, uh, the, if you look at the, the way that the process works where uh, the construction manage, management manages it, uh, Rob Stone, them handle it, uh, the bids are in. Um, 
there's a process that we go through for construction and the contracts, and we're under that way now. But this one is a, is a little bit smaller. This is going to be 16,000 square feet, and it'll rest between Washington Drive at the corner of Filter Plant and Murkerson Road. Um, there's some green space in there that we're going to redesign uh, to give that, that more of an urban feel. Um, this one will have a couple of racquetball courts inside, but it'll still have the same kinds of elements. Uh, we'll have an outdoor patio here, but it'll be more of a, of a uh, uh, what you would have in your at your yard. It'll still be about 1,600 uh, square feet of outdoor space um, under a patio, nice fans. Um, so uh, indoor, you'll have another warm water pool. Uh, the depth will probably be a little deep, around five feet. Um, and you'll also have a nice caterer's kitchen, a, a break room, you have game room, um, and you'll have a little parlor that you can just sit, what we call a library. So you, this one where you can have meetings or um, just go in and sit with your friends and read books or have book clubs, that kind of stuff. So you'll have that element here. And I tell you what I like about both of these projects. They're pretty um, easy to get to. Oh, yeah. Um, see, um, Bill Chris Center, I mean, it's right off 295, mm-hmm. so it's easy to hop off that interstate mm-hmm. and you can get to it. It seems like just where, anywhere within 10, 15 minutes of the city if you take 295. And then with the new senior center east, that's really close to the downtown area oh, yeah. and to the east it's walkable, side of the town. Very yeah. walkable. Uh, and, and since you mentioned that, one of the great things about um, Bill Chris Center is, you know, they closed the old Rayford Road. And so now you technically you have a recreational environment um, where you don't have through traffic. So you'll have a lot of people walk that road now. You have the pool at Lake Rim. You have the green space at Lake Rim. So that whole probably... 150 acres inside, if you count the lake, it's just recreation now. And then when you talk about Senior Citizen East, um, we have a trail system that's going to go right through it. So that walkable community there to downtown with Masrick Park, um, it's just a great place, a great setting. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. And Rob, when do you uh, foresee construction beginning on Senior Center East? We're working through the contract um, process right now through the city with with the contractor. Uh, once that's done, there'll be a notice to proceed. And that's usually a couple weeks, two or three weeks. Depends on the contractor when he can go in because that actually starts his date, his timing. So we, uh, we're we really expecting that to be under uh, under construction probably in the next uh, three or four weeks. And that is a $6.2 million project. Actually, that, that was the original budget. Uh-huh. Um, of course, with some of the uh, cost escalations we've seen in the past, the sure, uh, yeah. council just approved an a, a, a additional budget item for this, and it, it actually moves it closer to the, the eight. Eight and a half million dollar mark for the uh, similar to what the senior, uh, the Bill Chris Senior Center was. Yeah, that's understandable because of the materials and yeah, cost. Everything's going yeah. up. I think you're losing all your hair over this because <laughs> yeah, of all the cost I wish increases. I could blame it on that. I really did, <laughs> but it hasn't helped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's move into Jordan Soccer Complex. I know that a lot of um, updates have been happening there. Um, you want to talk about that, Michael? Well, I, I think one of the things when when we first started doing the bond referendum. There was supposed to be a, a sports complex, um, and we saw some opportunities. Jordan Soccer Complex had been there for probably another 20, 25 years, um, and it was already there. Um, the sports complex was supposed to tout seven soccer fields, eight baseball fields. Um, so the community said, look, we have this asset, um, Parks and Rec, and, and we have partnerships with just about everybody, school system, universities. And they decided to say, look, y'all need to look into this. So we went back to senior management um, and said, look, this makes sense. 
Um, so we had a conversation with Methodist College and the uh, soccer associations and decided that we should upgrade this facility, extend taxpayer dollars a little bit, um, and we were able to work it out. Um, anytime you're dealing with governments and lawyers, things things <laughs> take a little time. There's always complications. Always <laughs> complications. So, uh, But we got it done, um, and right now um, the, the all fields are lit, um, which is a tremendous asset from, from my standpoint in a selfish environment from a director standpoint, you create the opportunity for people to enjoy green space longer. Because mm -hmm. now instead mm -hmm. of them having to leave that facility and go to other lighted facilities, they can stay out there and just work that facility. Uh, the parking lot's been repaved. There was some stormwater issues that um, as construction management, Rob and his crew worked through for us um, to get, get to a good place. Um, so from, from all intents and purposes, that's a tremendous success, and it adds a tremendous value to this community. And, and it's a nice, what I love about Jordan, it's, I'm, you know, my soccer days are long behind <laughs> me, um, but you know what I like about it, it is a great gateway to go park to if you're mm -hmm. wanting to go onto the Cape Fear River Trail. Oh, that's a right tremendous there. asset. Mm -hmm. My favorite thing is taking my bike, and because it, it's pretty much almost all downhill yeah. to downtown, so that's yeah. a lovely place to go. And uh, you know, and I think it was what about 1.8 million for this project? Oh yeah, I think I think we're I think we're close to that. I think everything was in, inside of that. That's Easily. that's that's yeah. excellent. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. It's amazing what you can do with those partnerships to really extend the power. Well, of, of I mean, a I, I, I whenever I get a chance to tell people, I said, you know, you should always try to develop value for tax dollars, mm. and anytime you can find that and and work it out. Um, uh, with with groups that are already part of the community, it, it, it adds value. And, and I know one of the other um, big projects that was on the bond referendum was the tennis center. That was one of the things that there was a big interest in. Uh, residents wanted to see this, and this is something that uh, the bond project's going to. So tell me where we are in progress with this. And I think we budgeted about $6 million out of the bond referendum Oh, yeah. For this. Rob, you want to? Sure. Um, it, the tennis center, as, as you mentioned, it was about $6 million was original allocated budget. Um, we've divided that one into three parts. We had uh, difficulty getting bidders up front for the whole, we were doing site work and a building separately. So we just, we just um, awarded the site work. Um, so that should be starting here in next, kind of about the same time as, as the Senior Center East. We're looking at the same, very similar time period. Um, and then we have the bids out right now for the, the building itself, the, center, the tennis center building, as well as the courts. So the courts will be done by a separate, uh, by a separate contractor as well. But uh, that once we get those in, we'll have a better idea. We do anticipate this as well, that this, this will probably need a little bit more money in this budget, given, again, the, the unprecedented construction cost escalation that we have seen nationwide. So, How many uh, courts are we talking about with this new facility? Well, it breaks down to um, four, hard, four clay courts, mm -hmm. uh, ten hard courts, uh, and then four pickleball courts. Nice. Oh. And I know pickleball is yeah. a big thing right oh, now. Yeah. Lord. And you have a big championship court. Nice. That sits right in front of the 6,500 square foot uh, tennis center. And the tennis center is this more of like a place to restrooms, a concession? What's going to be in the building? Well, I mean, it's it's going to be a full fledged uh, uh, tennis center. It'll have locker rooms. It'll have showers. Oh, it'll nice. have a, a nice little kitchenette area. It'll have a place where people can rent it, um, and then it has sort of like a teaching center. Um, inside of it. So it's a tremendous asset. As well as a pro shop. Exactly. Wow. It, it'll have a tremendous asset as well as it will just to have some place to go sit. Uh, th I'll need that because I don't think I've ever played on a clay court, so they might have to teach me the difference uh, between clay and hard. I know it's a, it's a different beast. So. It is. It's a, it's a little slower game. It's a little slow. It's a little easier on your knees. 
but it adds tremendous value again. Yeah, and and you know what? Uh, hearing this sounds like this is going to be a real regional draw for tournaments oh, and yeah. that type of thing to kind of bring. Uh, that type of activity and, and uh, tournaments our way and the money that comes with that when people come to travel and visit. So No doubt. Now, I know another project is the D, uh, the Gilmore um, Recreation Center is undergoing some renovations. I know that's a, uh, one of our older rec centers that uh, provided vital services for our um, residents with special needs and um, uh, it's a bunch of different services. Tell me a little bit about what's going on um, with some of the demo and then what's going to happen with the Gilmore Rec Center afterwards. Well, one of the things that happened is uh, if you if you have any history here in this community, the uh, the Gilmore Center, you started out as a teen center mm-hmm. um, for our teenagers. Uh, then it progressed into, because we have a, a heavy population of special needs, mm-hmm. especially with Fort Bragg uh, and having two uh, VA hospitals in this community, we, we have uh, uh, people who have some disadvantages. Um, so we transitioned that facility into that, to a special needs center. So we, over the last probably four or five years, it has just not been conducive to do that kind of servicing. So we just decided within the bond referendum to, to, to gut it, to add another 3,000 square feet to it, um, and make it behave better as a facility. Excellent. And I think that's about $875,000 yes. on that uh, project mm-hmm. alone. Yep. Uh, and that kind of, I know we got another project, uh, the Mabel C. Smith project, uh, park. Now, what type of park are we talking about? Well, it, it, it's a neighborhood park. It's mm-hmm. off of Shadbush Lane, off of Deep Creek Road. Um, they, they, they needed some meeting space. They wanted a splash pad. They wanted new playground units. Um, Rob and his crew are working to make sure that that uh, 2,500 square foot building gets in place. Mm-hmm. Um, we're doing what we normally do is building the splash pad with a, uh, a playground unit attached to it to make sure that, you know, you have that nice coziness. Um, but we're upgrading that to that level um, of, of a, a community building and a splash pad. That's nice. And I, I know um, it's a, it's a $1.5 million uh, budget mm-hmm. for that project. And it's, I think it's one of the first parks we have east of the river. It's one of our easternmost oh, yeah. to kind of serve that area of the community. I know uh, um, that's going to be really exciting to see that going up uh, on there. Another very exciting project that we have coming up is the sports complex. Oh, yeah. Um, and the partnership that we have with Fort Bragg in that. Michael, talk a little bit about that, and then we can get some details from Rob. We're going to let Rob talk about that with okay. the details. Go right ahead, Rob. <laughs> well, like you said, it's, it's an amazing partnership with, with Fort Bragg, being able to go right off of 295 there. and It's a 75-acre it's area over there. We're looking at several ball fields um, and as, as well as concession stand. And I know we are in the design process now. We're looking at uh, hopefully getting to the to the construction in the next few months, uh, but we'll have to get through with design. And we just signed a, a um, I mean, just a, a major M- M- memorandum of understanding in a, uh, or MOA M- uh, memorandum under- agreement with Fort Bragg. It's just a historic partnership with them to get that underway. Uh, that's a 30-year lease with an additional 30-year option at the end of that time period. So uh, hopefully we'll uh, be able to see some use out of that for a long period afterwards. But. That is going to be great in a great location right off 295 there. Now, is it just going to be baseball fields in there or, or what other type of fields? Yes, it's just baseball fields. Uh, given the, like Mike said, given the, uh, the proximity to Jordan soccer field, yes. we were able to use that for soccer. And, mm-hmm. and when you start looking at combining those types, you need a large piece of property. And luckily, we were able to find this piece of property, just, although we couldn't only fit the uh, baseball fields in it, but it's, it's magnificent on the, on the location and the partnership. 
Well, and that kind of gets me thinking: is is soccer and baseball same time of year seasonal? Let me tell you, this in this environment that we work in now, it's sports are ongoing. They're playing football, they're playing baseball, they're playing basketball, they're playing soccer. I, right now, we're pushing through this this new thing of rugby and field hockey. So green space is at a premium now. So with these new facilities, it just allows us to grow. And it, it kind of makes sense, too. I, I would think if you're separating it so you don't have a conflict where one group is trying to reserve a tournament at the same time, another group is in the same space, and then that can cause parking, some challenges. Parking, parking, parking. Yeah, <laughs> you can imagine. And field maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> And then um, I know the one last project, though, as part of the Parks and Bond project, was a big one, was the Kafir River project. What's the status of that project right now? Right now we're in design. We, we uh, teamed up with a consultant that took, uh, took the space we had and a concept that's been in place for a little while, took it and kind of fleshed that out, gave us three options. So we're in the process now looking at those three options, see if, and it'll be, see if the uh, park will go in that direction or a combination of those three options. And so we just got, uh, got the information back, I think last week as a fact, and had the first meeting on it. So hopefully uh, once we pass that, then we'll look at what, which direction we're going and start fleshing out the budget and offer that. And this is a $2.3 million, I believe, budget uh, allocated yep. for this. And I'm excited to see that too, because I know Fable doesn't really have a lot of easy access to the river if you wanted to go fishing, canoeing, or just relaxing by the water. Absolutely. This part of this plan would have a, a, a opportunity to, get, to, to do that, have access to the river, which in that area, you know, there's a, it, the, the banks are very steep. Mm-hmm. And so you'd have to, you have to really be careful how you design that. So it takes a lot of work to make sure you can get that, do it right. And I know uh, we, we don't have much time left in the show, so we'll uh, move on. I know there's two last uh, projects, Rod, that you work on. They're not necessarily parks. Sorry, Michael, I know you wanted to chime in. But uh, <laughs> so, Rob, I know we'll talk a little bit about the Day Resource Center. I know that's a big priority for council is uh, getting the building up and running and serving our homeless community. Tell me where we are with that project. Oh, you bet. We just, um, that contract just came in, so we're moving forward, getting, that pay, uh, getting all that paperwork situated. Uh, so we should, again, it's, it's right around the same time. We should, in the next few weeks, we should see actually construction started on that one. So, And that's mostly renovation of an existing building it as well. Is, so. it, 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 was the, uh, it was the past. There was an existing facility out on King Street. I think at one time it was the Rock Shop, if exactly. anyone's familiar with that area. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the city purchased that purchased that building and then completely going to demo the interior in, inside and, and make it a really nice resource center for, for uh, helping out with the homeless uh, population. And if I remember, there's supposed to be like places there where our different partner agencies can set up um, that, that serve the homeless community, but there also be places there where the homeless can shower right. and, mm-hmm. and uh, connect and get uh, uh, the, the services that they need to help get them off of the streets and back into society. Absolutely. Like you mentioned, a shower. There's also a, um, a place for them to do laundry if you need to. And again, it, it, there's a flex space in there. So whoever, it'd be different times, different partners that would come in and be able to address different needs for the, for the homeless population. All right. And, and final project, I know this is another big one. It's an $8.3 million project and Fire Station 4 construction of that because that's going to be moving it. I think Fire Station 4 now is off of Fort Bragg Road, right? Right. By the old YMCA and Fable Tech. So that's going to be moved. Tell me about um, that project and where it's going to be. Well, the first thing is it's um, actually that was another one that we experienced some some issues with the with the construction cost, the original estimate. So now it's closer to eleven million dollars. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and, and council uh, city council just approved that not too long ago. So we we're in the process doing the same thing. That that um, contract has been awarded, construction contract. So we're working through the last um, bit of getting the signatures, working through the routing process, and so that will be um, hopefully in the next few weeks see that groundbreaking as well. So this will be another opportunity to to really expand on this corridor. Um, if you're familiar with the um, 
the Bellagio mm-hmm. apartment complex is actually in front of that. It's right. It, it, it sits right on top of Bragg Boulevard beside the, uh, it, at one, at one place I think is known as Blanton Road, another is Bellagio Place, but it's right. That's where we'll access off of that. Um, it, and part of that, there's also NCDOT is doing a safety project planning for along Bragg Boulevard. So part of that is accommodating uh, the new, the new, uh, um, the uh, fire equipment that will be coming out of there and need to need to make the left turns and all on that. So it's been a good partnership all the way around with that. And I know that's a, a needed spot because that can help uh, improve response time for firefighters. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I've seen the renderings of it. It's going to be beautiful. Yes. And uh, for Station 4, uh, where it is now, and yeah. it, it's been there forever. Right. So it's it's old, outdated. So this is going to be a very, very nice station. Absolutely. This is the first. You know, a lot of the stations have been around for a long time with the fire department, and they need to be updated to, to accommodate the new equipment. So this will be the first step in that direction. So. I want to thank uh, gentlemen for both coming on and sharing all that great information. A lot of projects going on. Um, I can't imagine how you keep it all, uh, all those balls juggling up in the air, both of you gentlemen. It's it's a lot going on. So. Got a lot of good, got a lot of good help. Oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> thank yeah. you very much, talented people. And I know that the residents and everyone um, are really, really excited yes, to see are. these come yes, to fruition because mm-hmm. I think it um, it it hits on every age group, oh, yeah. seniors, uh, you know, um, and the fire station. Mm-hmm. It, it's just so many improvements going on. Thank you so much for Great having stuff. us. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of The Fable 411. The Fable 411 is one of several podcasts that the city produces for our podcast channel, Radio Fable, as we provide timely and informative updates every week on a variety of topics related to the city of Fable. Be sure to subscribe to Radio Fable on Apple iTunes, the iTunes podcast app, as well as the Google Play Music podcast portal. Radio Fable is also available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and TuneIn. You can also listen to every podcast that Radio Fable has to offer by downloading the Fay TV streaming app available now on Roku, Apple TV, Android TV, and Amazon Fire TV. You can view all of our video content by visiting FayTV.net. To get information about city services, go to our webpage at FayettevilleNC.gov. Thanks for joining us.